Hey, what's up? Welcome to the Midlife Crisis Show. I will tell you right away that uh, if you are easily offended, you probably should not look to uh, look to listen to this show. Look to listen, yeah. So you can already tell it's going to be a great show that I can't talk. What's up, y'all? My name's Carson, uh, and I am 40 years old, and I am divorced. And, uh, you know, it's crazy that there's a lot of us out there. There's a lot of 40-something dudes out there that are divorced. And life is kind of, it's not horrible, but it's not what we thought it would be. And that's what I'm talking about. So when when you initially get divorced, you have in your head, you know, the months leading up to it. You know it's going to shit. And you have these dreams, these vivid dreams about actually being away from the woman that is making you absolutely freaking miserable 24-7. Like, if you've ever been that guy that drives around after work just so you don't have to go home and deal with that, you know what? Deal with that big C word. Look, I'm just saying. It sucks. I have been there. I have been that guy that would literally go anywhere but home. Why don't you want to go home? Because my wife is evil. And she makes me feel like a piece of garbage every single day of the week. It's great. You look forward to work and you dread your off days. That's what being in a bad marriage is all about. So, of course, when you live in this you know train wreck of a life, you start dreaming. You start having these... These wonderful fantasies, not about like anything, you know, normal, you know, guys would think about like, you know, banging hot chicks or anything like that. No, your fantasy is not having that evil person in your life. That's what your fantasies are about. And you think that when you get single again, it's going to be like it was when you were in your 20s and you're going to be able to go out and you're going to be able to meet females and everything's going to be great. And you're going to make friends again, and you're going to have all these friends, and you're going to have all these chicks around, and everything's going to be fantastic. And it is a complete opposite of that. It is horrible. Look, I will take being single and 40 over being in a hellacious relationship where I hate my, my hate, hate my wife. I mean, God bless her now. I hope she finds happiness. I don't know how anybody can love that evil, uh, but, you know, I hope she does. Um, here's, here's the deal, though. This is what this is uh, what being forty is all about, and being single. So New Year's Eve just recently passed, and this is what I did for New Year's Eve. I sat at home and struggled just to stay awake till midnight. Now think about this for a minute. It was like I, I made it till twelve thirty, and I was really happy about that. Uh, I was impressed with myself that I had actually stayed up till twelve thirty. Uh, and like shortly after, fell asleep. Like seriously, the highlight of my night was calling my friend uh, up in Michigan at 11 o'clock because it was uh, I live in Texas. So it was 11 o'clock. It was midnight there. That was the highlight of my night. And it was literally like, hey, what are you doing? And she's like, nothing, sitting at home, which is kind of sad because this, this her uh, we'll, we'll call her uh, Hippie, my Hippie friend up in Michigan. We'll call Hippie. So I call Hippie up. And Hippie, keep in mind, is like 28 years old. She's tall. She's blonde. She's freaking gorgeous, like hotter than hell. And... And the prime of her youth didn't have to work. In all accounts of my mind, this woman should be going out and partying her ass off, right? Nope. She's sitting at home playing Rocket League. Rocket League. I, I can't make this shit up, stuff up. I really can't make this stuff up. So I call her up, and she is literally sitting at home doing nothing. I don't get it. And then I got to thinking, you know, because I was like, why are you just sitting at home? She's like, I just didn't feel like it this year, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, I totally get that. In my head, I'm thinking, you should be going out partying. You should be having fun. 
It's everything's gonna be great. And then I thought to myself, wait a minute, my happy, my happy little ass is sitting right here at home doing absolutely nothing, and I am perfectly fine with it. Do I want to do anything? No, and that is what's sad, is I actually had people, like all kind of friends that would hit me up and you know, hey, let's go out and do something tonight. Uh which, like, all right, so I work with different age groups, people. And, like, this one 28-year-old chick I work with, she's like, oh, my gosh, you should come over tonight, you and your roommate. You know Rumi. Uh, I got a roommate. His name's Rumi. Uh, he's, like, 32 and single and hates his life as well. So there you go. Uh, but anyway, so he's, she's like, hey, you and Rumi should come over tonight. We're going to have a mushroom party. And I'm like, yes, oh, my God, I love mushrooms. It has been years and years and years since I've actually tripped. Like, I can't remember the last time I actually tripped. Like, I was probably in my 20s. This is fantastic. I was like, yes, I am in. I am going. I am down. I am so going to do this. Live it, man. Live my life. Get out there and do it. Yeah. And then the day came. And then New Year's Eve came. And I get out of work. And I'm just like, there is no way in hell I'm going out with all these damn idiots on the road. I damn sure ain't driving nowhere to go eat mushrooms with a bunch of 20-something-year-old people that I have no idea who they are. There'll probably be a ton of hot 20-somethings there, which I don't want to bang any. I'm not, I'm like, I have no interest in any of them. I don't. I really don't. If you are 20-something years old, I, I'm not even going to try to bang you. I mean, it's mainly because you bitches won't give me the time of day. So why waste my time? Don't get me wrong. If I had a 20-something-year-old into me and any guy in my position could tell you, if I had a 20-something-year-old into me, oh my God, absolutely. I would do horrible, horrible things to you for at least 30, 45 seconds. I'm just telling you the way it is. But the problem is, you 20-something-year-old girls ain't into me no more. In my head, I don't look old. And I always get this, oh my God, you're such a nice guy. Why are these 20-something-year-old girls? I had a ton of friends that are 20-somethings. And... Oh my God, you're such a nice guy. Uh, you're just a great guy. Screw it. I got it. Really? Let me, let me tell you how much I don't want to be such a great guy. You're just, you're just so nice. Let me tell you how much I don't want to be so nice. I want to take you, strip you naked, bend you over my bed, and bang the living Holy Spirit out of you, okay? Does that sound like a nice guy? That's such a nice guy. You know, you're a true gentleman. And this is what I've discovered. You know, I, I really, you know, I used to be such a prick back in the day. And I'm thinking I just need to go back to being a prick. Like, literally. Like, why, why try to be nice? Because women, like, I don't get it. If I would walk up to a girl and be like, hey, great, great, hey, man, great tits, babe. Just great tits. And did it with a smile. In my 20s, I could get away with that, right? Oh, my God, just stop it. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Don't look at my boobs. You want to see them? Because I'll show them to you. <laughs> like, whatever, cool. Go buy me a shot. <laughs> Did you just tell me to go buy you a shot? <laughs> like, oh, my God, who do you think I am? I'm not going to buy you a shot. Yeah, you are. Go buy me a shot. Okay, fine. Whatever. I will, I guess. Now, if I did that exact same thing that I'm 40 years old, it's going to be like, hey, check nice tits. Oh, my God. That's gross. Get away from me. Creeper guy. Like, oh, seriously? I'm like, oh, uh, you know what? I'm sorry. How about you buy me a shot? Oh, my God. You should be buying me a shot. I'm not even going to talk to you right now because, like, I'm so far out of your league. <laughs> like, for real. I'm like, really, bitch? What's four plus four? Huh? Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, because she don't know. Like 12 or something? I'm not real sure. I know it's a lot more people than I've had in bed at one time. Because I remember this one time that I had these eight guys banging me. It was great. This is what happens 
when you are raised, you're 40 years old, you're raised up like me, and we didn't have internet. We didn't have smartphones. We didn't have any of that stuff. Like, we had to put our money together, and whoever looked the oldest went into the gas station to buy porno mags for us. That's how we had to, that's how we had to take care of ourselves. We could not, their porn hub was non-existent. Okay, in the 90s, the internet came out, and I remember this. I remember trying to download a picture of a naked chick, and it would seriously take like five hours. Five hours. Like, we would get out of school, right? We'd go home, we'd get on the computer, and we would find, like, a link. Like, you know, you click on the little thing, like, naked chick, awesome. You click on it, and you hope to God it was really a naked chick. Because, again, it took five hours. You would go do this, you would click on it, it would start downloading, and then... You would go and do whatever it is we did, you know, run around the neighborhood and, you know, smoke cigarettes and, you know, drink alcohol and stuff like that. Yes, I was in high school. Yes, that's what we did in high school. Yeah, I know. Imagine that. Look how my life turned out. Yeah, don't drink, kids. Um, And we go back five hours later, and nine times out of ten, there would be an awesome naked chick there. And it was fantastic, and this was the greatest invention in the world to us. We could actually see a naked female on our computer. Now... Five-year-olds are showing me how to download the Pornhub app and trying to explain to me, you know, uh, what POV means. What point of view? Oh, okay. I got it. Cool. Like, you now have choices with your porn. It's ridiculous. And now, because of that, (coughs) men and women are a lot more whorish. The problem is they're not horse with 40-year-old dudes, okay? And the other problem is with being 40. It really is. This is a big problem for 40-year-olds, is we are lazy as shit. Uh, we, we are lazy. We don't like to do things. So in our head during the day when we have energy and we're at work, you know, it's like we'll hear people, hey, man, let's go out tonight. Let's get some drinks. And you're like, heck yeah, man, I need to get out of the house. I need to, you know, get some kind of social life going. And that's all well and good. Then you get home. Nope, nope. And it never happens. That's it. You get home. You change clothes. You let the dog for a walk. Because we all have dogs, because dogs love us, no matter what. Thank God for dogs. So, you go out, you let the dog out, you come home, you, you know, smoke, whatever, and then it's like, oh, God, do I really want to go out and be social with people? Like, I think I'm okay with just being alone. And that's what it is. So, that was my, uh, that that was some of my choices last night, was to go and have a mushroom party, which sounded great, and again, I got home from work and didn't do anything. My other choice, this is the other thing that stinks, when you're, when you're 40 years old, and when you're married, you have married friends. That's the way it goes. So, for most of your 30s, you're married, you have married friends that are also married, and we all get together, and, you know, the chicks hang out with the chicks, the dudes hang out with the dudes, we bitch about each other, and it's fun, and that's what we do. As soon as you get divorced, though, all your married friends are still freaking married. Good for you guys. And they're always inviting you over to, like, the neighborhood stuff. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, well, everybody in the neighborhood's getting together tonight, and we're all going to go out and uh, drink and shoot off some fireworks and drink, and and nobody's got the kids, and everything's great. Let me tell you something. As a 40-year-old divorced guy, the last thing you want to do is go hang around three to four to five set of married people. They're all happy in their marriage. It's worked out for them. Life's doing great for them. They're happy with each other. They're kissing each other at midnight. They're paying the mortgage. They've got nice cars. Their kids have haircuts. Good for you. You know what I mean? That's the last thing I want to see or deal with, being 40-year-old and divorced. 
Like, are you serious? Who wants to hang out with that all night? And then they can't understand why I don't hang out with them anymore. It's because you two love each other, and it makes me want to vomit on myself. Like, don't get me wrong. I am glad life worked out for them. It's fantastic. I'm sure I'll see them here in a couple years in divorced land. Whatever. They ain't got there yet. Good for them. But I'm not going to go hang out with you people. That's really my choices. Let's hang out with, you know, late 20, early 30 uh, people that, you know, are looking for Mr. Right, whatever, blah, 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 that still go out to party and drink and have fun and still have no interest in me other than let's be friends because you're such a nice guy. Or I can go hang out with people that are my age that are all fucking married and coupled up and yay and they're happy and their life's working out for them. That's never the case. Like, I've got, like, three friends that are single. Normally what happens when we get together is when we actually do leave the apartment. And, yes, I said an apartment. Keep that in mind. Yeah, I live in an apartment now. I've lived in a house for the last 20 years. But now that I'm single and divorced, I got me a nice apartment. Yeah, life's working out really good for us, guys. So, uh, I mean, you know, it's, it's how I pay for my for my Ferrari. Really, that's the only thing that makes me happy anymore. I'm kidding. I don't have a fucking Ferrari. I have a piece of crap car. Um, just a piece of garbage car, really, is what I have. But it's fun because you know, I'm still paying off all the debt that I left with that marriage with, which is great. So much fun. But that's my choices is hang out with 20-somethings, uh, late 20s, early 30 people that, you know, have nothing to do with me or hang out with all my 40-year-old married friends. So when me and my three single friends get together, this is normally what happens. When we finally leave the apartment, we actually go to a bar. And then the alcohol just really takes over. And at first, it's all right, because, you know, you go there and you're like, hey, three shots of Jaeger, two beers. Uh, what are you drinking? You know what I mean? So that's how you and your friends drink. You go ahead and kill some shots. You start feeling good. Life's okay. And you start hitting on chicks. And then that goes so disastrously, like, just horribly wrong. And, like, I have no idea how to hit on chicks anymore. Like, the whole the whole online swiping thing has done me no good whatsoever. You know, I'll talk about that in a minute. But I cannot hit on a chick to save my life. I just, I don't know why. It just does not work for me. If I go up, oh, hey, how you late? How you doing tonight? You know, I'm Carson. Whatever. Um, nice tits. Whatever. Nothing I say works. Nothing I say works. And if I can get a conversation going, it's like they're so busy checking and looking at their phones that they don't even want to talk to me. I have, I'm pretty much just decided at this point in life I'm going to be single for my entire life. And I'm okay with that in some weird way because dating is such a pain in the butt. And that's the other thing. My friend, uh, I'm a good friend of mine, Chad, he, he uh, told me the other day, he goes, well, Carson, you're in a gray area. A gray area. See, you're, 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 not ready to start dating somebody yet and you're just getting out of the divorce but you want to get laid but you don't want to have to put any forth any effort and I'm like yeah that's, that's pretty much it so now I live in this gray area where the, the thought of dating is fantastic the problem is the actual act of dating is something that I am just horrible at um, I can meet people I've actually met a couple wonderful females they're great they're hot I'll start talking to them. I'll go out on a date with them or something. And then I just lose total interest. For some reason, it is just like my life is so consuming with just going to work and coming home and watching TV that I don't have time to text anybody. How freaking pathetic am I? I am pretty pathetic. 
And this is this is why I think, you know, it's funny for guys, because we try to get our youth back. So we go out and we buy the nice car, you know, you buy the nice watch, you buy the hip clothes, you you know, go to the the you go to the damn mall and you go right into the buckle. And them little cute little sales girls just dress you right up. You spend like three grand on clothes. And you're dressing like you're 20-something and you're clearly 40 and you're clearly in a midlife crisis. And this is now your life. And you wear these nice clothes to go to the grocery store. Or to go to Walmart. Because that's really all you ever do. You don't really ever go out. That's another reason. That's how, that's how you know you're getting old. If you are in a midlife crisis, I will tell you, this is this is one great way to know. Is when you get dressed up, uh, you actually put on, you know, some nice pants, you know, you got the nice jeans on, you put on the nice pullover, maybe throw the watch on, put the earrings in, just for no other reason than just to go to the Walmart. And you know why you do this? You know why you do this? And you'll never admit it. But you do this because in your head... In your head, you're thinking, while I'm out at the Walmart or at the grocery store, I might run into some beautiful chick there that's single, that's around my age, that might actually want to talk to me. And look, this is what's funny. is nine times out of ten, you know, you're with your friend. He's single, too, and he hates his life as well. And you're walking around the Walmart or the grocery store, and you see, undoubtedly, a gorgeous chick. Usually in yoga pants this type of year. Thank God for that. Right? And... You see this gorgeous chick, and you're like, oh, my God, look at that. that great butt over there. I mean, that thing is pa-pow. You liking it. No ring, no ring on the finger. This chick might be single. I don't see a guy around. But for some reason, you just look, and that's it. You don't even go. You can't even muster up the self-confidence to go and speak to a female unless you've had about four shots in you. Which would be fine, but going to Walmart and going to the grocery store four or five shots in apparently is frowned upon these days. And I'm pretty sure if I walked up to a girl at the grocery store that was looking gorgeous and was grocery shopping and I, you know, was reeking of Jaeger, it probably would not go well for me. Like, hey, baby, how are you doing? I, I see you uh, like Cheerios. <laughs> I like Cheerios, too. Um, have you been drinking? Well, yes. The only way I can talk to you right now, bitch. Okay, um, I've got to go. If you could just, like, not follow me anymore, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, um, that's kind of that's kind of what's going on with my life, y'all. Um, I'm 40, I have a job, I'm single, and that's what this podcast is going to be about. Just basically things that happen on a day-to-day life of a 40-year-old divorcee with a dog and a roommate so you can imagine some days are really really good like today I've, I've, it's the new year so of course this year i'm starting off and you know i'm gonna do things different this year i'm gonna have a good year i'm gonna start working out again i'm gonna get back in shape it's the second day i've still have not been to the gym yet yeah maybe tomorrow you know what i mean but no i'm going to i'm gonna start working out again i'm gonna try to get back in shape and it's it's funny because about half the year I worked out last year, uh, when it got to about, you know, uh, fall, I was like, screw it, it's time to eat, Thanksgiving's coming. So I've not worked out in like three, four months now. And I've never been one of those people that enjoy working out. Like, I don't do it because it makes me feel so good. Like, I work with people and like, their life is the gym. Like, they are so just, 
Hey, I went to the gym today. I feel great, man. Like, I'm pumped up. I went to the gym, and yes, like, ooh, good for me, and gym is awesome. <coughs> I have several friends like this. I've never been that guy. I've been the guy that's like, oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. I got to get my fat ass up and go to the gym so I cannot be a complete fat ass. That's really, that's really me going to the gym. And I will do this every day. And I never once get to the point of, I just feel great, like, after the gym. Look, I'll admit, okay, yes, I feel better when I work out. I, I can say that. But, having said that, I still don't like going to the gym. I still hate going to the gym with a passion. I hate getting on that stupid elliptical thing. I hate lifting weights. I hate it all. The only reason I do is so one day, maybe, possibly, if I can get to be good-looking enough with my body and in shape, then possibly, maybe one day, one of those 20-something-year-old big girls will look at me. We know it's not going to happen, but I tell myself that and justify it. That's why I go to the gym. Why you would just go to the gym just to go to the gym? What the heck is wrong with you people? Get a hobby. Anyway, that is, uh, that's it, y'all. That's it for the first, the very first episode of the uh, Midlife Crisis Podcast featuring me, Carson Lee. Thanks for listening. If you like it, uh, if you like what you heard, if I made you laugh, then give it a like. Share this on your Facebook. Uh, try to get the word out for me. I appreciate it. And stay tuned for episode number two. Coming soon. It's the Midlife Crisis Pod Show. Pod Screw It Cast. I can't even talk anymore. I'm done. Y'all have a great day.